When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talk Radio 77. WABC. Boy. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Friends. How many of us have them? Friends. 77 WABC. Good tune, man. Crazy on you once again. Anna Wilson enjoying a birthday today. The great group Heart. We played three Heart songs today. All great. Going crazy on you, Louis, baby. But, you know, we both started our days today by bringing uh, women in our lives into the city. You brought MJ to work today. Yeah, because of the ferry schedule. Right. And I brought Ava (laughs) into the city today. Gene actually drove Ava back to the apartment after he dropped me off. So, I was neither one of us were in the car alone this morning on the way to work. So what, what? But I, I, Ava went went after me, and she stayed in the car. And Gene drove her home. So you didn't see her, but okay, we both came in together. So tomorrow I'll be alone. How about you? I'll be alone. Right. <laughs> well, today is uh, Juneteenth. It's a huge holiday. Oh, People, are, very, are, you know, it is. You could see the parades, yeah. and the fans baby. dancing outside. They had yes. parades actually over the weekend. Eric Adams was there. I doubt Inna Vernikov was there, but who knows. She's the great councilwoman out of Brooklyn. I mean, great in all the areas that I grew up with, all of them. Sheepshead Bay, Brighton Beach, Gravesend. Oh, by the way, the premiere, red carpet premiere for Gravesend out on Long Island next week, Thursday, June 29th. And the rumor is that the next day, next Friday, June 30th, episode one, Amazon Prime season two, which I'm in, Gravesend is back. William DeMeo and Peter Gordio and Chris Marmondo and Chuck Zito, but all the new guys, me and Chaz Palminteri and Vinny Pistori, uh, Armand DeSante, Fran Drescher, um, unbelievable cast. Anthony from the Garage. So uh, I believe it all starts coming up next Friday. Talking about Anna Vernikoff, she is here eight days before her big primary. Good morning, Anna. How are you? Good morning. How's everyone doing this morning? The question is, how are you doing eight days before this very big contest for you? Well, my life coach likes to always say, it's a glorious and amazing day every day. So here you go. That is just complete nonsense. That's not true. (laughs) But I I know that you're very confident and uh, Brooklyn loves you. 
Now, this guy that you're running against, this Russian guy, wasn't he in bed with that uh, crooked uh, Davidson radio group and all that? Oh, um, yeah. I mean, the guy is, uh, hes uh, I think he's 69 years old, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I never actually had any interaction with him. Um, I'm actually going to be on, on Russian radio. I demanded my equal time because he's been, the radio has been giving him uh, free airtime for uh, for months before I put in a CFD complaint. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this guy is, on the radio, talking only in Russian. I don't. I'm not sure if he speaks English. Um, he doesn't understand how government works. Well, let me, let me stop you for a second. Are the majority of these voters Russian? Because well, that sounds great. Russian guy talking to Russian people in Russia. I know there's a lot of Russians in Biden beat. He's got the Davidson Radio Group. You got me. I can't imagine the Davidson Radio Group in Brooklyn has nearly the amount of listeners I've got in uh, in Brooklyn here at WABC. So. The radio war, you won easily, not even close. Oh, my gosh. I mean, this guy, you know, this guy, you, the New York Times, uh, I'm not sure. It was, I think it was like 10 years ago, called him the king of Russian voters or something like that. Mm. Um, but I think, you know, last election, what happened was I think we kind of proved him irrelevant because even though he asked me to spend $30,000 on his ads, we didn't. And I think that's why he's running a candidate against me. This guy works at Davidson Radio, and he's already made close to $50,000 on just running ads for him. And so, I mean, he's he's really trying to get me out. I'm not somebody he can control. I'm not somebody he can make money on. So, you know, he's trying to put in this guy. He's like his own person. But the issue is, Sid, that this is the Republican primary. So this is tricky because almost people don't come out and also a majority of my district is i'm sorry not a majority but about 30 percent of my district is orthodox jews and syrian jews and they're going away like now right so it's been i mean saturday we started early voting there were are you ready for this 22 people that voted well, on listen saturday. i just made the point that i go to the gym every day the ymca in rockaway and downstairs, we've got voting, early voting, which, again, as I spoke about with Frank Morano this morning, should be three or four days before, not ten days before. In the two days, in a, the two days I was at the gym for about 60 to 90 minutes each day, how about this? I didn't see one person, not one, on Friday or Sunday voting for city council. Not one. No, but it's like Republicans are not used to Republican primaries, right? I mean, my election, my uh, my victory was a big deal for New York City. I flipped a Democrat seat that was Democrat for 100 years. I mean, people don't vote in general, but voting in a Republican primary is really just not something that people are used to doing, which is why this guy, you know, is running against me in a Republican primary as a Republican, knowing that the, the turnout is going to be abysmal. Yeah. No, I know. It does get a little tricky in that respect. And and they're all know what a deal, like you said, all the religious Jews are not going to be around in a Vernikov running next Tuesday. But if they take a look at your record, okay, as far as I know, Brighton Beach, Gravesend, Sheepshead Bay, Manhattan Beach, the, all that whole area that is your district, Midwood section of Brooklyn, everything's going well. You know, they're building and and uh, the retail stores are doing well. I don't see half the amount of vacancy signs that I see here on the Upper West and our Upper East Side of Manhattan. Saying the crime is down. So seemingly you've done a terrific job. So why not just 
go on your record. This guy's done nothing for the community. You've got a really good resume at this point. Oh, I mean, absolutely. And I think for the most part, people are pretty happy with my work. I have a great team. And we really we work a lot. We get a ton of complaints and requests. Um, and I think we do pretty well with them. I'm number one in Brooklyn and number two in New York City with constituent services. So, I mean, all of that is true. It's just that people need to actually come out to vote, and they need to understand why it's important to actually vote in this primary. I mean, this is my election. The November election is not nearly as complicated. I right. mean, I think a beast right. with the November you'll election. Win, you'll, you'll, you'll win the general against the Democrat easily, but this, this becomes uh, the tougher one. I, I hear you. And a lot of these races, uh, that's kind of the case, right? I mean, you know, you look even at uh, the other race that you're involved in, uh, that uh, that includes your friend Anna. I was just talking about Anna moments ago. Now, I'm endorsing Ari Kagan because I need to beat Justin Brannon, and uh, your friend Anna can't beat him, and uh, Ari can. So that's why I'm endorsing Ari. I don't know either one of them. I met Ari once Uh-oh. at Gracie Mansion. I, mean, I have to disagree with well, you. Well, I know you're going to disagree. Out of the two of them, <laughs> of the two of them I think Anna is a better shot. But why? 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 Um, I know she's your friend. I've been a Republican her entire life. She's had Republican ideas. Uh, let me stop, let me stop, let me stop you right now. Let me stop you right now. I don't care about that. Like my cousin, Norm Coleman, he was a Democrat most of his life. He became a Republican. He became a senator from the great state of Minnesota, became basically Bush 43's right-hand man. I don't care. I mean, look, Donald Trump spent 66 years as a, as a Democrat before he became a presidential uh, Republican. I don't care if you switch parties. As long as you can win, you ain't got the right ideas. No, I mean, I switched parties, but that's because I was a registered Democrat on paper. There are a lot of Democrats. There are a lot of people in my district, for example, registered as Democrats just because that's what they were told and because it's, they believe it's easier for them to be able to pick a better Democrat and they could have a shot, you know, they could have a say in voting in the Democrat primary. So I get that. But Anna's actually been a real Republican who's had our ideals. You, you know, we can't choose people who just decided to switch to Republican overnight. Um, you know, I think that the Republican Party needs to take a closer look at that, too. Um, but I think she's just a better candidate altogether. She's well articulate. She's, uh, she's a mother. She know, understands the education system. She used to be a teacher. Um, and I think they should have a debate. I'm not sure. You know, I'm not as closely involved in the race. Yeah. Because I've been focusing on my own race. Sure. But I think if people were to watch a debate, I think they would uh, make the right choice. Maybe I'll do the debate right here. I'll uh, get in touch with Ari, and you get me Anna's number, and I'll put them both on before next week. It'll be great. I'll moderate the debate. Nobody better. And it'll be Anna versus uh, Ari right here. So one more. You know, last week, uh, Dove Hyken called me, and he was furious about this CUNY thing, you know, and this animal, uh, Muhammad, Fatima Muhammad, who made that speech at CUNY, and and the hateful speech, she hates the cops, she hates the military, she hates Israel, hates the Jews. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. So Dove comes on, and we go, we got to raise some hell. So sure enough, last week, Dove and uh, Joey Borgen and a friend of mine named Abraham Hammer, they go out there, they, they, they start this, um, this rally, and they got a ton of people. Now, two questions. A, were you there because you are really, really outspoken when it comes to anti-Semitism and attacks on the Jews? I love that about you. Were you there? And if not, what did you think of last week's rally? So I wasn't there only because I wasn't able to make it. It's a really, really busy time for me. But I definitely uh, expressed my support, and, and I stood in solidarity with them. 
I think that the dean of that law school needs to be fired. And, you know, uh, Sid, I've been big on the situation at CUNY, especially when it comes to anti-Semitism. But specifically, the CUNY School of Law is just an awful, awful place. Um, I'm not sure if you saw, but when the mayor went to speak there, and the mayor is not, not a Republican, he's a Democrat. And when he went to speak there, they turned their backs on yeah, him. Yeah. Um, they are radicals, and this problem didn't happen overnight. Uh, the situation at the City University of New York has been going on since 2015 uh, with anti-Semitism, with radical ideology, anti-American, anti-capitalism, anti-police. I mean, she called the speaker, this commencement speaker, called the NYPD fascist. So it's not just about anti-Semitism. They've, you know, they festered this environment. And I know that there was a Jewish student, one Jewish student with a yarmulke sitting in the audience. And, I mean, you could just imagine how he felt. And there's nobody there to stand up for someone like him. And, uh, you know, this is the woman. This is the the student that they put in a pedestal. This is who they reward. And this is the speech that they allegedly approved. Um, so it's a, it's a terrible, hostile environment. I brought this up to Mayor Eric Adams last week. We were um, at dinner. He had a couple of uh, Jewish elected officials in Gracie Mansion. And this is this was my main issue to discuss with him. And hopefully he's going to start yeah. taking some action about this. Yeah, too. He needs to, because I was at uh, Gracie Mansion, my beautiful wife, Danielle, a couple of weeks ago, the end of Jewish Heritage Month. Uh, a couple hundred people there. The, the mayor spoke, and he, it was a great speech. I mean, he sounded like he really cares. He was really pissed, but nothing happened. So, yes, um, but we need, and which is which is what I mentioned to the mayor too. Uh, we need action. It, right. You know, statements is nice. Um, making speeches is nice, but we need action. So the mayor has agreed to meet with the board of trustees along with the Jewish caucus. I hope. It happens. I hope it happens soon. Yeah. Um, and I just really, there needs to be bold action. It, it, speeches and statements, that's not enough. Agreed. they got to fire the uh, Suda Seti. She is the dean of the law school, Suda Seti. She should be fired. And uh, hopefully no law firm ever hires Fatima Mohammed. because as far as I'm concerned for this country and for the Jews, she's public enemy number one. Now, quickly, about 30 seconds to go for folks who do want an early vote, go vote for you and uh, give me some places in your district in Brooklyn where they can do that. Uh, sure. So my district has about five early voting sites. They can go to vote.nyc to find their early voting site. Um, and it's pretty much open nine to five. I think there's a day that it's open eight, uh, eight to five or 10 to five, but they could, they could look it up at vote.nyc. And I mean, it takes five minutes. There are no lines right now. It's very slow. Like I said, Saturday had 22 people voting in the entire district. So it'll take you five minutes of your time, but it's incredibly important. You know what I always say? If you don't vote, you can't complain. That's so true. you got to yeah. vote. Give me quickly also now, again, I know you've got um, Brighton Beach, Gravesend, Manhattan Beach, Sheepset Bay. Where else? Yeah, so it's Brighton Beach, Manhattan Beach, Sheepset Bay, Gravesend, and uh, Luna Park, and parts of Midwood. So it used to go all the way to Avenue M, actually Avenue L in some parts, but now it's, it's, the cutoff is on Avenue yeah. N. Luna Park, did you dress as a mermaid yesterday? I did not. <laughs> I wouldn't think you would. <laughs> hey, uh, great job today, and good luck. We'll talk uh, next week when you win, and then we'll get you ready for the big election coming up in November, okay? 
Thank you so much, Sid. Thanks for having me on. Always great to have you. Inna Vernikoff, go out there today. My Brooklyn people, do the right thing. Sheepset Bay, Midwood, all those sections, and vote for Inna Vernikoff for city council.